Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, brew some coffee, pour a cup. It's time for some more Coffee Talk. It's Bashomania! Let me tell you something, brother. He gave us everything he had in him tonight. What you gonna do when Bashamania runs wild? Oh, it's gonna be a good one. And business just picked up here on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Bashamania episode. What are we on? 114, 115? So, if you couldn't see, David's background was himself. I don't. We might have have caught that. We did for like a a a second. second. It's for a meeting, and I didn't want to show my face. I don't know how to do a profile thing. It was like a Big 12 meeting. Oh, that's smart. I, I moved my face. And that was the only thing they could see, and they could hear me talking and stuff. Okay, that's that's. Fair. It would also be funny to get a cardboard cutout and just put it somewhere, and just put it right on there, and just I, like. I, oh. So, I have a couple of those. Of you? Yeah. From what? I, have... I want a Kenzo cutout. I want a Kenzo. We we uh we'd have them for matches, right? So like we had a uh, I had a cardboard cutout of Zane outside of my house, like pretty much throughout all of college, <laughs> which I think is awesome. That's um, awesome. But yeah, no, my mom has my one. I don't know where the other one went, but yeah, we used to get. I I need it's one cool. for when the podcast studio gets built out. That'd be mm-hmm. that. That's top like notch. By the way, a couple yeah. things, and we'll get into this. Number one, this show is brought to you by Attack. Attack is a leading training app coming to the market very very soon. As I've said before, I don't want to get too far into it right now because I want to save some of the juice for when the app launches. You guys are definitely going to want to get it. But it is a training game. You can score points. There's leaderships. You can see who truly works the hardest. Newest product to the wrestling market. Built by wrestlers. Tons of wrestling content. It's going to be sick. Follow them on social at attack.app, A-T-A-C dot A-P-P. And we're going to give some beta codes out soon for the app when it's in um, beta, which it's in beta now, still doing internal testing. As soon as they do some public testing, we're giving out some codes in the show. So follow attack. Now, Chenzo, you had the sunglasses on last episode just out of straight. It was a vibe that day. It was a vibe that day. Today, not so much. So why today the sunglasses? We had a little we had a little issues every weekend. What happened? All right. So I was actually this is one of the one of the freakiest, weirdest things that ever happened to me. I was um, I was actually in New York over the weekend. Like it was pretty windy. Just got dirt right in my eye. Like just bam, just flew right in my eyeball. Um, <laughs> I was in New York City over the weekend. I was in a like med clinic in the city getting my eye checked out for like two, three hours. No. Yeah. It was uh it was probably a, a rough day. I couldn't see for a little while, but uh were you, you there know, to do a clinic? No, I was just there uh for my one friend's birthday, actually, just okay. there for the day. So So you that, at least have to cancel anything, like No, but I, I but... no, I didn't have to cancel anything professionally, but 
I was in but the birthday group. party was yeah I mean whatever <laughs> who, who cares about that like that that is what it is but we're all good now just we're just a little sensitive to light so okay keep those sunglasses on for another day or so yeah that and I look like a G so it's all good you do and I love the hood up airphone hey, headphones over the hood is a vibe that I can get into I've got the Lake Becky sweatshirt on today mm. so big on the crew necks yeah big I like, on I like a good crew neck too nothing we need to make some i was going to do some red bash solutions content crews i still haven't done them i'm thinking we do red bashamania crew necks i like that maybe uh match iowa state red a little bit yeah i don't know if it's a coincidence that as cars on the podcast today we talk and the, and the bashmania colors are kind of iowa state colors mm, they are they are funny story when cal was just getting to penn state that was about the time we built his website and my designer, like, I didn't even catch it. But when we designed Cal's site, he put the Iowa Hawkeye logo on there instead of Iowa State Cyclones. Oh, no. And can't, I didn't even catch that. it. But, like, he was, like, playing a joke, kind of, like, being funny. And I didn't even realize that, like, he knew who Cal was. That Because I got guys working everywhere. So Cal's like, dude, why is there a Hawkeye logo on there? What's he talking about? So, yeah. 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 That was my Cal story for the day. David Carr. There we go. <laughs> how are you, man? I'm doing great. What's up? Are you coming from practice? What are you doing right now? All right. I'm trying to get safely to my my uh one of my uncle's houses down here. So I'm trying to drive there. I'm almost there. So I'm just got done lifting. Got done. Uh, nice. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I are you home? Where are you right now? I'm I'm in Ames, but like one of my not like my uncle uncle, but like I just call him my uncle. Got you. Yeah, I was uh just like I was on the phone with Uncle Tony yesterday too for for a minute. So, so I'm a big Uncle Tony fan. Oh, so am I. He's the guy. I you met know? him randomly at NCAA's a couple years ago, and he's one of those guys that like he's a, if you go to NCAA's, if you go to the Final X, if you go places like he's there, and he's one of those guys that you just instantly like you connect with. Like he connects with everybody and he treats mm. you like family. He's the best. We'd, we'll have to try to get him on here at some point. He's, he's from Pittsburgh, right? No, he's Long Island. Is he? Yeah. Why was I thinking Pittsburgh? Because it's a it great was... place. That's why. I need to I get mean, there. Soon. That's where our legends are from. So it makes sense. So, David Carr, you've had an interesting couple of months. I don't even know where to start. I guess we'll go back. We. I think we can start with the national title first and foremost. Yeah, I mean, that that was incredible. And I don't want to even say you were my sleeper because I picked you from the beginning, which, by the way, if Taylor, Middle, if Taylor Miller or Greg Abbott is listening to this, I have a public bone to pick with them. I'm pretty sure I won the NCAA championships journalist picks. I picked eight out of ten correct, and they never announced the winner. Because of Olympic trials and everything else, I kind of got robbed out of that public fame. Hey, well, we can we can just award you on the show as we all right. as show like to do. So, hey, congrats, man! Thank you, thank you. Do you want to give an award it. speech? They need to send you a shirt. Uh, they do need to send me a shirt, and for for an award speech, I would just like to thank the wrestlers that I chose. They delivered, and I, you know, this isn't about me; it's about the squad that I picked. And <laughs> and you know, David, you being one you of were the, David, you're actually a team captain, believe it or not. There's also two so. gooses right now, and one's burying each other in my pond. I don't know if that's how they mate. 
I've never seen anything <laughs> like this. I'm sorry. There's two Canadian gooses in my pond, and one is literally shoving the other down with its beak. Would it be I geese? No. Yes, two geese. What did I say? Two gooses? gooses? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So, yes, anyways, I'd like to yeah. thank my squad. David, right. you being one of them. You know, you were on this podcast last year, and your confidence and your belief in yourself, it's not a surprise that you won. But there's a lot of guys that are confident, a lot of guys that have the skill, but they don't win. You got it done. Um, and, and you were in a tough weight that a lot of people, I felt, were sleeping on you a bit. What was your perspective going into the tournament? I mean, I was definitely confident just because, like, my coaches really believe in me. <laughs> and I have a good support system. So, like, even though maybe some guys were sleeping on me, in my mind, I'm like, man, I'm the number one guy, and I know I can win. And it's like the guys, my coaches are telling me, like, hey, you can win this, um, and they're believing me. So, like, there was, like, no doubt going into the tournament, like, this was going to be my tournament. Yeah, man. And, like, I thought so, too. And, like, ha you have, what, one loss in college, like, last year? Yeah, at the like, beginning. Like, beginning like, of the year. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, I thought so, too. I thought that – um you know, you were kind of getting overlooked a little bit. And I thought, you know, just looking at the brackets going into it, you know, there's Ryan Deacon was on the top and he was a huge favorite and, you know, no disrespect to him, but I was like, man, I was like, I got the winner of Hayden, David Card, like no doubt. Like I think whoever wins that match is going to be the guy. Um, I'm sure you knew going into the tournament that you were going to have uh, Hayden. He's been around for a while. Did you, you know, do anything differently to kind of prepare for that match? Because I, I thought you looked phenomenal, so... Thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I think I did some, me and my dad, Metcalf, we went over some things, uh, some technical things. He's really good with the underhook. He does, mm -hmm. like, drive-through, knee-pick thing. And so, like, I, I watched him quite a bit when I was in high school because he wrestled, like, North in the semis or in the finals a few times. So right. I'd already wrestled, and uh, I'd wrestled him before one time. And uh, it was funny because I knew that he was going to be a guy I needed to beat, but I also knew, like, me and Brooks are boys, and he also had a headlight. So I was like, bro, we got to take out the headlight brothers this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> no disrespect. Like, no disrespect to them. Like, No, they're good They're good people. But, I yeah, man, you, you want to win. I want to win. And, like, they're good people. Like, he's a good sport, and, like, he's an awesome competitor. Like, I like wrestling against them, to be honest. Yeah. So um, it was just, yeah, that was the match I was looking forward to. I had it circled, and um, I just felt prepared and ready to go. That's awesome, man. After you win that, you had you, you looked going into the Olympic trials after that, you looked great. You you ate oh Logan Massa after I believe you lost to him last year. Was that momentum from nationals just carried right over? I mean, it, it's a tough weight. You the, the the guys in that field, we've got a couple of them here. Like yeah. it, it, <laughs> it, 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 it's it's a tough weight. What was your perspective then going into the trials? Honestly, I told my dad, I was just like, I'm just going to have fun. Um, there's going to be everyone there is like insanely tough. So I was just like, I'm just going to have fun with it and try to learn as much as I can and not put too much pressure on myself. And then they had like, I do uh, Logan Massa first. I was like, literally, that's the steel level guy I lost to. <laughs> like, not yeah. too long ago. So I was like, well, I might as well just go out there and throw it out there and just see what happens. So it's just, I mean, it's just wrestling. Like, to me, it's not that big of a deal. I just like to, have fun and just wrestle as hard as I can each match. And I thought that was a kind of a funny first round matchup too, because two weeks prior at nationals, you guys wrestled two weight classes apart. He was at <laughs> 74, you were 57. 
Yeah. And yeah. But so I want to go back to Charles in a second, but finishing up with NCAs, the celebration, dude. I'm sure you've been asked about it a bunch. I actually watched it again yesterday because legendary. Like, yeah, that was one of the best celebrations like I've ever seen in wrestling, no doubt. Like you guys definitely planned that, right? Yeah. So the story is like I was at we were like warming up and like I had joked around because the Metcalf film came out this year. And so it's fresh in everybody's brain and it's like fresh in my brain. And I was like, man, how I was like thinking like how funny would it be? Like, cause you haven't been on the national like if you like when you're on the national stage, you push Cogwell and stuff. I was like, how funny would it be if you like pushed me or like tackled me or something? And if I did flip, he was like, uh, I mean, I don't know how funny it would be, but I mean I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, For him, it was, probably just stung a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, and, and Metcalf's a good sport about it. So I was like, hey, I'm, yeah. I'm going to do a backflip. And, like, if you decide to tackle me, that's fine. But if you don't, I'm just going to look sick doing a backflip. That was pretty much what I said to him before the final. Win-win. Win-win. So, so was yeah. that was that a plan right before finals? Or was that planned before? Uh, I The warm-up, so, like, that day before the finals, we warmed up. And I said something to him. I was like, hey, we should do this. And he kind of was like, oh, maybe. And then that was it. That's the only thing we really <laughs> talked about. So then you just went for it after, and he participated. Yeah. yeah, I was about to do a Gable Stevenson backflip, and then it was just like, if you if he tackled me, it'd be sweeter for me. I was like, I was hoping that he would tackle me. But also, you didn't know back. as you're doing the flip, and then he just you he were did. going for either or. Yeah, I was going for either or, and like I was, I wanted him to, but I wasn't sure if he was going to. He so. did. It. That's 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 sick. Yeah, I like that. You can't. Yeah, you, you can't beat that, especially when, like, everybody was talking about it. Like, best celebration ever, best, like... Yeah, no, if you know wrestling, then, like, you love that. Like, there's just no doubt about it. Like, because, like, I everyone has seen the, you know, video of Metcalf pushing Caldwell a dozen times at least. And that I feel sick. like I awesome. feel like a lot of people don't call things back in wrestling. Like, once it happens, it's very cool. It's whatever. They talk about it, and then it's dead. You, you never hear about it again. Right now, like that was cool to bring it back after you mm -hmm. know everybody's like all nostalgic, like oh he did the thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, did the, he did the thing. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a great moment. Um, so what are you training for now? What do you have going on now? Right now, I'm just like lifting, get my AJ Ferrari on, and <laughs> so like I'm not really doing much. I'm literally just big time chilling. I'm doing some Bible studies with Aaron Brooks and like that. trying to spread the gospel and um, just having fun. Like this is a good time to relax and lift hard and just, you know, just learn about myself and, and grow as a person. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I think that's all good stuff, man. I think just you know, <clears throat> learning more about you and, you know, keep staying healthy, right? Staying in the gym, you know, not taking too much time away is all mm -hmm. good. Keeps you healthy, keeps you focused, keeps you ready to rock. Yeah, yeah. and I want, I want to ask you too, because I believe when you came on the podcast last year, it was after NCAAs were canceled, right? Yep. Yeah, and we had talked about your faith and the role it's played into your career. And I feel like when something bad happens or something negative, it's often easier to grow from it. But I love that after you won, you're doubling down. You're doing the Bible studies with Aaron. You're posting a lot of scripture. What led to kind of doubling down even more and doing it after you win everything? It's just like 
I owe everything to God. You know, he's just like, he's my rock. He's my faith. He's my foundation. So everything I have, I owe to him. So I'm just so, I'm so grateful for this year. The fact that we had a, a year of wrestling. So I'm just so grateful. And I just feel like now that I have a little bit of a platform, I can like share the gospel and people like want to listen to me because of my accomplishments. And like, so that's like kind of the reason why I've been like sharing a lot too, is just because I feel like more people are like, well, I wonder what this guy's faith is. Or he keeps talking yeah. about God. What's this God guy? So I'm just trying to share as much as I can and uh, with the platform I'm given. And Chenzo, no disrespect to you there. He has like double the Instagram following you do. And he says <laughs> the little platform I have. Like it's like yeah. 15 times the one I have, double the one you have. And he's like, with this little platform. <laughs> I never I never claimed to have a platform or a following of any sort. So, <laughs> well, hey. everybody has a platform. Yeah. Something like that. How about Maybe. I have a funny story? Let's hear I'm, it. I'm well, it's not really a funny story, stories. but like, so like in high school, I like looked up to Chenzo and stuff. I was like watching this guy wrestle. He was so relaxed. Like he didn't like, it looked like you didn't care. Like most of the time you're wrestling. So I was like, <laughs> I like DM'd you a long time ago. When I was okay. like, I, I think I was like a junior. And I was like, Hey, like, what do you do? Like to relax and stuff. And this is back when like, not many people probably know who I am. And he responded. And I was like, wow. Like, I can't believe he responded. I think it's crazy. What did I say? Did I have any? Did I have any good wisdom for you? Yeah, you I gave just... me some good wisdom. You were like, "Hold on one sec." Oh, that's interesting. Not just some. You were nice. You you were like you said. Uh, you said something like, "To me, wrestling is like not everything." So like I can relax in, in the fact of like if I lose, the sun's gonna come up the next day. Uh, life will go on. I still have to go to class. So like why get like all worked up about it when I can just wrestle or something like that. That's literally what you said. Dang, well, like you know, that. maybe, maybe me and you need to talk after this and I need to go back to those ways or something. <laughs> 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 no, but, but yeah, man, that's just, that's the kind of the way I've always looked at it. And uh, whenever I get, you know, too worked up about things, uh, you know, I just try to remind myself about that. And, you know, wrestling's like, like, yeah, like we train and do, you know, everything for that. Right. And it's, right. it's hard to, you know, have that mentality, but I think it's a good, I think it's a good approach. I think it's a good way to look at things. And if you listen to like the guys that come on here over the past couple of years, like that is such a common theme. Like if somebody asked me, like everybody you've interviewed and talked to, what are the biggest things I'd say one freedom and faith in God. And number two, having fun and not taking wrestling too serious. Like oh. we talk about all the time, fans take wrestling so much more serious then and i get it like being a fan is fun like i keep posting who's registered for the open this weekend and i don't think literally maybe a single person that and there's some like big names now registered for this weekend nobody's talked about it like none of these guys going and so i get it from being a fan like you get into it but as a wrestler i feel like the more freedom you guys have and the more fun you guys have the more success you have and i've seen that as I've started to pay attention to the guys that are going out there and having fun, man, it's such a difference from some of these guys who take themselves way too seriously. You know, I think a good, you know, representation of that was after the, uh, the Hodge results came out and all the fans were just like freaking out, you know, and <laughs> I I'm know. just like, man, both those guys are monsters. Like who, who cares? I, I actually voted for David Carr for the Hodge, to be honest. <laughs> hey, I only gave up one takedown this year. So, I thought no. I had a good little shot. Bro, bro, I did. I did vote for you. <laughs> like, awesome. I, like, I'm dead serious. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank yeah. you. So, and it's funny when 
I put out the graphic on Bashmania of like, so this is who this year's um, Hodge Trophy candidates are. And somebody commented right away and was like, um, David Carr, 100%. He didn't give up a single takedown the entire NCAA tournament, only gave up one takedown all year. And I put that graphic out like right away. And there was like, I don't know how to represent or what represents people's jaws dropping on social, but that's what happened. Like, because I didn't realize it. Like, you're paying attention to NCAAs to so many different things. You miss so many storylines. And somebody pointed that out. I'm like, really? Dang. I don't know how you follow that up next Post year. <laughs> like, score more points. <laughs> score a lot of points. Score more points, man. Yeah, I guess literally that's all you can do is score more points. And you give up, what, one takedown during the year? Yeah, so one takedown oh, during the year. Yeah. So next year you can't get taken down. Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty much Metcalf told me. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can give up takedowns, but you just gotta score more. Well, I think I want to try more stuff. Like I continue yeah. like the wrestle free, and so like if I, if I give up the takedown, I don't mind it. But honestly, when I'm wrestling, like I feel like guys don't really shoot on me that much, so that might have been why. Because <laughs> your reattacks are really good. Well, I'm hoping they shoot so I can reattack. So it kind of yeah. sucks yeah. that I can't do that that much. <laughs> Yeah, that, that'll start to happen to you. Like I, I watched it. Um, so it started happening with Nick Lee a little more la like last year, but then this uh -huh. year, got, guys were just running from him. <laughs> oh, so it's the worst. I was like, shoot, I'd run from Nick Lee too if I was wrestling him. <laughs> but like, all right, so, um, talk a little bit about Iowa State. You know, talk about the program. Um, you know, maybe plug your guys a little bit, recruiting purposes, things like that. Yeah. So Iowa State is amazing school and I love it here because we're really starting to become a family. Um, I really bonded with the coaches that like coach bond relationship, you know, me and Metcalf are really close. Dresser is hilarious. I used to like, when he was recruiting me, I was like, I don't like, who is this old guy? Like, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> but now, now I'm like, I'm like team dresser all the way. I love dresser and he's amazing. His, his like views on everything. And St. John does a good job with the technique and helping me out. So, like, the coaching staff, like, I don't know how many places that have a national champ coaching staff. Like, St. John's a national champ. Metcalf's a national champ. Justin's a national champ. My dad's a national champ and Olympian. So, it's just, like, everyone who's coaching you is a national champ. And they're trying to help you be national champ. And so, like, my goal is to get more guys who want to be national champs come to Iowa State so we can be really good. Because back in the day, like, when I think about Iowa State, I think of, like, that's, like, a school that you want to be good in wrestling, like just like Yankees and baseball and like certain schools and uh, basketball or football. It's just like, those are the prominent schools you want to be good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, uh, I totally understand that. And, and that makes sense to me too. Um, having a coaching staff like that's awesome. I mean, you know, I totally understand what that's like. Yeah. Um, our staff here, very, you know, pretty similar. Um, they've had a lot of success and, you know, they're super good people. I actually, yeah. um, I got to know Dresser a little bit when he was at Virginia Tech. He was recruiting me out of high school, and I always really liked him as well. So, did you think like... who is this old guy? <laughs> <laughs> Don't quote me yeah, on that. No, he actually gonna give you a hard time now. <laughs> we won't clip. He actually, it. so so this is kind of, this is kind of funny. He didn't he didn't directly help me out with my like penetration for wrestling, but like so he um he was pretty much telling me he's like yeah he's like after practice I would just take shots back and forth for like hours and I was like all right cool like if that's what's gonna help my shooting and that's what I would do like shoot back uh -huh. and forth hours after practice and it helped it helped my shot a ton it really wow. did like it helped my penetration I can go just like way further now so yeah shout out Kevin Dresser for that there we go 
so awesome. let me ask you this because you know we're in this spot now where free agency post college is such a thing where you have guys like Gilman leaving Iowa and Snyder leaving Ohio State but you see at some schools like let's say Penn State where you have guys that are there and they only wrestle there and you definitely like when I think Iowa State I think you and I believe mm -hmm. you were their first junior world champion right yep first year world champ at Iowa State. So it's like, and I know you still have big aspirations that you'll have Iowa State attached. I know it's early on. I know you're still going through college, but do you see that as a potential plan, like being in Ames for a long time? My goal is to like stay in Ames because like my dad is an RTC coach. And so he's had a big influence on my career and he's so savvy when it comes to freestyle. So I honestly would like to stay in Ames and, and keep working with him in a more personal level and him helping me with my technique. Because yeah. his freestyle knowledge is just, it's insane. Do you feel that kind of like, you know, I asked the question a good amount on here about, you know, do you feel that kind of responsibility to to be a leader and to help the younger guys? And, and I get when it's like, hey, I'm still competing. I'm not trying to be a coach. But naturally, I feel like you're in that position where you are kind of a leader and you really are a brand ambassador for Iowa State. Do you feel that even more now being an NCAA champion? Yeah, I, I feel like now I have to step into that role more because, like, I wanted to prove to those guys just like, man, you can get it done at Iowa State. And I'll say, I think some of these guys are like, I don't know, like this or this, but like you, you can get it done here. And they're starting yeah. to believe more. And like my job is like to work hard, but also to bring those guys along and be like, hey, like come do this extra workout with me. Come run the stadium with me. Come do this. And if you do that, I think you can have big results. And so that's my goal is to push the team and kind of lead them to big 12 team titles and stuff. Yeah. And so you have what? You have you have two more years or three more years left? Three more years left. <laughs> three. Dang, that's right. Because the eligibility. Yep. So the plan is four-time NCAA champ. Yeah. I mean, one at a time, but that's the goal. Four times. One, one match at a time, dude. Yeah. I'm still – I got to worry about and, whoever I have. For and what's, what's your senior level plans? I mean, the big, biggest goal is to be Olympic champion and world champion. So, I mean, 2024 is going to be on my mind and, like, getting ready for that and training for that. No doubt. Yeah, I was I remember you were junior world champ 2019 and this year it's funny because guys go so quickly to that next level where they're not juniors anymore. And as I'm like looking at registrations and I don't follow juniors nearly as much as seniors mm -hmm. and you can see how young some of these guys are. But then it's funny when you make that jump to the senior level. And for you, I mean, you're right there with a lot of the competition. It's you've always had tough a tough field. That's not going to change. But even now more so. Where's your confidence level on the senior level so far? Uh, it's still growing. Like, I'm still learning the ins and outs of senior level. It's just the weight classes kind of suck because 74 kilos, like, it's just kind of like the guys there are pretty big. Like, when I wrestled Knopf, um, he just felt so much bigger and stronger. And I was like, I cannot do anything against this guy. <laughs> I weighed, I was literally like, I was on, I was on weight after the match. And I was just like, man, I'm just not big enough for 74 kilos. So it kind of sucks. I just wrestled 57 all year. So my body's naturally shrank. Like if it would have been later on and I had time to lift and get bigger, I think I could have, but it was just really hard. The, the weight is like where I don't think I have confidence in, but 
70 kilos all day. That'd be perfect. Is that where you think you're going to end up? Oh yeah, for sure. I, uh, I agree with you on that. It's just like, I don't know if it's just like the weight itself, but it's, you know, it's grown, man. Like we, everyone holds their weight differently. Yeah. Right. So like, I'm, that's something that I'm, you know, getting adjusted to also, like I came into, like, I, um, you know, I tried to make sure my weight cut and everything was, you know, pretty good, kind of perfect for, mm-hmm. and I actually, I came in too small. I, uh, uh, so that's just something I need to adjust and, uh, work on for, you know, next time I compete or anything like that, mm-hmm. just to, if anything, let my weight stay up a little bit longer. I don't know. Yeah. I, I brought it down too soon, man. Yeah. And that but, can happen. Yeah. And you know, it's not no, no excuses or anything like that, but you could definitely feel the difference. Well, and oh. you're, Chenzo, your last two losses are both against guys now who are wrestling 79 kilos this weekend. You know what I mean? Like, those are guys who... Yeah, I mean, like I said, there's not an excuse or anything, but, you know, I definitely feel like I could have came in a little heavier <laughs> for that tournament. Yeah. I was, like, three pounds under a few days out. No way. Yeah. Dude. I got I got a little small. Yeah, I got a little carried away with it, but yeah, it's all, it's all good. It's dude. all that coffee. It, it seriously is. <laughs> <laughs> but during I want to say it was during last chance I think it was Adam Fel- Felters that tweeted out like what, ki- what kind of coffee is Chenzo drinking <laughs> that was um, yeah, I that saw was, him at saw him at the Olympic duels a couple weeks ago how was that I mean M2 champs uh, he was we wrestled their uh, Iowa team in the semis and he was he was a little upset saying that we were getting all the calls no, that sounds like cause, cause of magic, man. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, I, <laughs> I don't have anything to say about that. So, <laughs> yeah. And by the way, people listening, because I know as soon as we put this out, they're going to start asking. Willie is coming on soon. There, yeah, we're, we're getting timing, it done. There was timing issues last week, and it, then the cadets, and it's happening soon. We haven't recorded it yet. As soon as we record it, I'll put it out probably this week. And if you if you want the episode, just blow up his mentions on Twitter. Just keep, <laughs> yeah. just keep mentioning him, yeah. asking him when it's coming out. Yeah, and don't text him because he doesn't answer text messages. He doesn't. No. It, <laughs> he answers if you're not trying to get him to do a show with you. Uh. <laughs> yeah, if, if it's about nothing, he'll answer. Like, what temperature are you cooking this pork shoulder to? <laughs> yeah, like, right. He'll, he'll snap right back with that. But, hey, Willie, when are we recording? It's like. Yeah. So those people that are going to tweet that out, hopefully you're listening to this mm. a- episodes coming soon. So I want to talk about the open for a minute. I want you, both of your guys' opinion. Yeah. There's too soon. Too soon. That's what? Perfect. Too soon. <laughs> the they're, holding too it, soon? they're holding it too soon. That's my too, way too soon. So yeah, I would have wrestled in it if they would have gave it like a week or two. Like I can't, I like, I'm not just going to hop in the open right now. Cause like, Seriously, make, if they made I, I need it, like, to chill. That's that's what I'm hearing from a lot of people. And I have exams. I have exams literally the day of open. Like I have finals exams. Like I can't miss more school to wrestle because I've already missed like two or three weeks for trials and nationals. Like I just need yeah. to be weeks later. Like and you know I was talking about it with uh, with Zane, and we were pretty much just like yeah, like everyone that wrestled in the trials like that was you know that was their peak, right? That's where yeah. we've been you know trained to peak for. Like we're not gonna get ready or compete just a few weeks later. Give us like. You know, if, if there was a few more weeks after, there would be a much mm-hmm. bigger turnout. Well, for so sure. Now, and that's yeah. why they changed it from a two-day to a one-day format because of how many people were not entering. They thought it was going to be a lot bigger. I don't know who thought it was going to be bigger when it's so close. But <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know who did that. <laughs> yeah. But so two things that I'm curious on both of you guys' opinion on. 
One is, you know, you're seeing 74 was the biggest weight where people spread out and went down and up. You have Pantelio and Green, Yaya Thomas and Berger all down at 70. McFadden, Marsteller, um, Taylor Lujan, Imar all up at 79, which makes a lot of sense, right? Because if you win this, you get, you're qualified for the world team. You're on the Pan Am team. Seating criteria, probably whatever else. I am surprised at the guys that are wrestling the Olympic weights because there's doesn't seem like there's much incentive to go unless you want to just get matches in. Like Lugo and Ironman and Dom Demas are all there at 65. Um, Hayden's there at 74. Mark Hall, Drew Foster, Trent Hadley, Nick Reiner, all there at 86. Do you? What is your perspective on why they'd wrestle the Olympic weights just to get matches in? I mean, I would say just because that's their most comfortable weight class. I don't know if, if it's me, I'm going to go wrestle at whatever weight I feel the best at. doesn't really matter what the competition yeah. looks like or anything. I, don't know. I agree. That's just my two cents on that. Yeah. And the guy like Ironman who wasn't at the last chance or uh, wasn't at the, no, no, he didn't go to last chance. Same with Tony Cassiope, you know, and it was a tax against NCAA season from what I've heard. And David, you sure. can probably speak to that. The amount of, testing and the uncertainty i wasn't surprised at all that they weren't the last chance i was surprised that they're wrestling here when there's not much on the line i'm I'm glad i hope they all wrestle i think it's great for the sport i'm just wondering more like for the non-olympic weights where you have a pan am spot on the line you're getting ready for the world championships you're you're adjusting to that way that makes more sense to me but it's going to be interesting i'm excited for some of these matches this weekend Yeah, I mean, um, I'm always whenever there's good wrestling on, I'm always gonna be dialed in. So pretty much whoever's wrestling there, I'm like, you know, some guys that I'm pretty close with are wrestling also like Mark Hall. So like, yeah. I'll be dialed in for that for sure. Yeah, Mark Hall is gonna be fun to watch. Kyvon Gatson and Nate Jackson, if they wrestle for the ninety-two in the finals at ninety-two, I think that's gonna be a great match. I don't think we've ever seen that before. Um David, I know exactly who Nate's you're good, rooting for. Man. Yeah, I'm I'm going Gatson. That's going to be a good match. Nate's that's an interesting good. match. That's it is. Be, oh, that's tough. That's tough. Gatson has really heavy hips. So mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to get that double leg, but he's also good. I've seen him chest, like uh, upper body, like body locks and stuff. So it's going to be crazy. That's going to be. Do you think I, going down, do you think he's going to be good at that weight? I don't think he's been down there in a long time. He hasn't been, but I'll tell you what, watching him train. He's dangerous, That's especially awesome. being lighter. Like, I'm starting to wrestle with him a little bit and, like, just sparring and stuff, and I'm just like, wow, you are fast for a big guy. He is. He's kind of been in Snyder's shadow for a while because Snyder is so dang good, and, you know, he's always, like, runner-up to Snyder, and Snyder's obviously one of the best in this country. That's not an easy thing to do. What do you guys think best of 70 kilos? Yeah, best in the world. 70 kilos is interesting with Pantelio Green, Berger, Yaya, others. I think I think Green up at 70 is a different wrestler. 100%. Oh, for sure. Like, he, he looks like he's hurt and making that weight, and, I, you know, it's, it sucks. But I think at 70, he's – I think he's going to be feeling good because he hasn't wrestled that weight in a little bit. I think he's going to be active and kind of lighten guys up a little bit. Yeah, I think when I see Green at 65, it makes my stomach hurt. Like, just mm-hmm. watch him get down. I hate but- it. 70, he looks like he looks better. He looks healthy at 70. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, that's his natural weight. And it sucks when when these in-betweeners at these Olympic weights, you, you see it every four years where some of these guys are just 
the it's it sucks no matter what way you go. If you go up and try to add weight when you're wrestling some of the best guys in the world, or to try to suck down and wrestle some of the best guys in the world, it's at least you have three years, David, to get to yeah. a natural seventy four. <laughs> and Chento's yeah. gonna come in a little heavier too. So this could be <laughs> like round one. 2024 olympic trials <laughs> this, this could be listen this could be round one this could be this could be a final match too like, i can see it being the finals too yeah i know It'd be crazy this would be funny i know if that's and like, like happens and like like i said it's just wrestling it's all love and in, in my in my eyes so yeah um, no, I'm, I'm excited for you know future for wrestling but mm -hmm. change the topic a little bit did you watch those fights on saturday oh my gosh that was nuts. What's that, card the, uh, was, that card was unreal. The women's fight, like, I've never been so excited for a women's fight than this fight. Uh, who's the champion's name again? Did you get that Rose? head back kick? Yeah, Rose. Oh, and did, you, oh my, yeah. did you see the oh video of her just sitting there? I'm the best. I'm the best. I'm the yeah. best. I became a fan instantly. I oh. saw that and I go. I've been a fan of her for for a bit now. I just like how she strikes. Like her striking is just like oh, kind of crazy. She's lethal. Yeah. I don't lethal. follow MMA and Chenzo. The video I send you is why. Like yeah. I have a light stomach. Mm -hmm. Like somebody breaking their leg. That like Ooh. I in can't the same way. I don't yeah. like that. Like I enjoy UFC in moderation in doses. Like. A good fight that goes to the decision, I like. When people get knocked out or injured. I'm just like, oh my gosh, is it how, worth it? How bad do you think that hurt? Like his like leg was just like flimsy. But in in slow motion, his face doesn't do anything until it, it, it landed. It touches the ground. Until he touches yeah. the ground. Like yeah, when he, he hit the leg, he didn't it, like he probably didn't feel it until it hit the ground. Then after that, he was probably like, oh, my God, like, this is the worst <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> right? And that happened to Anderson Silva fighting him, yeah, which uh -huh. is crazy. It did. That's nuts. Yeah, it, I know. And that's why I – one of the reasons why I can't watch it more is that kind of stuff just – wrestling is the level of combat athleticism I like to enjoy. <laughs> I guess, like, if when you're doing leg kicks like that, I guess you got to go low because – if once they creep up a little higher, yeah, that's what bad things can happen. I don't know. I don't. I get shivers I, I up and down my again, spine. Just also, what did you think of the Masvidal so knockout? Oh, I didn't know Usman could hit that hard. Like he hit him so hard, sweat came off of him. That's how hard have he you, hit him. Have you have you seen him fight, dude? <laughs> <laughs> he, well, he usually he takes guys people. down and just sometimes he takes guys down and. Like, Beats him up. By the way, this is just a, a little flex. I DM Usman, not thinking he's gonna say anything. I was like, hey, you know, I would love to come down and wrestle with you and stuff. He's like, dude, I would love that. Like, you have yeah. to. I was like, what the heck? This Usman dude, dude's like, yeah, dude, you I have. Like, I gotta get down there. I gotta get. You down have there. great luck DMing people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Enzo to Usman, like, yo, seriously, luck. Hey, I mean, Seriously. he's just—he's not afraid to put himself out there and just let it. Rip, I'm just taking so. risks. Yeah, you miss a hundred of the shots that you don't take. So, Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott, Michael Scott. Wayne yep. Gretzky, Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so Usman, Usman, I uh, his knockout strike was awesome. He freaking—he actually pulled George's hand down, which like I—I I was kind of upset by that. I mean, I'm you know I'm a fan of Masvidal. I actually. Um, I'm not saying I, I think he was going to win, but I 
think he definitely had a better shot in this fight, and his striking was looking good too. He was he was in the fight like it wasn't. I oh, didn't think it was going to be as bad as last time at all. Um, not saying it was bad or anything, but you know it's kind of unfortunate to see how that happened. But yeah, man, Usman's like his like jabs are like crosses, dude. He rocks <laughs> people, right? His his yeah. striking it's it's so basic too, but he hits hard, hard. That's he has some serious dude. power. When he knocked dude. him out, and then he kept hitting him on the ground. I was just like, make it stop. Well, the, <laughs> like, well they don't... knocked him out, and oh, then it yeah, was like left... five good it's not like boxing. hits. Yeah, it's right. not like boxing. They're okay. going to keep hitting you while you're unconscious. I saw a video. So after uh, Macedon knocked out Askren, and he kept hitting him, and they're yeah. like, I interviewed him after, I'm like, hey, like, how'd you feel about those extra shots? And he's like, what extra shots? <laughs> like, and they're like, after you knocked him out, you kept hitting him. He goes, "Those are super necessary." Like, until the ref, goes, my job's to hit him until the ref pulls me off. Wow! After this weekend, uh, Usman knocked him out, hit him a few extra times. Same question: um, Did you how, did it feel good getting those extra shots in? What extra shots? Those are super necessary. Did he really? Yeah, he says super oh, necessary. A... It's my job to hit him until the ref pulls me off. And I was like, hey, I mean, wow, yeah, yeah that's. that's... I was like, that's funny. At least they were consistent. But yeah, I don't see an issue with that, though. I don't know. Some people I, do, but I think you just, I think that's it, man. Mm, I just don't like watching it. I have no dog in the fight with the rules and when you should stop punching. Yeah. Shouldn't. I just see it and I'm like, that can't be good for his long term. No, health. that's, <laughs> that's just, but. It's a little, it's a little distasteful seeing someone like out, you know, they're out cold and then you just hit them like four or five tagging them good times. It's just like, ow. I've never been in that position where I knocked someone out and like thought about following. Like, Had that. So, like, I, I don't know. I've never been there. Let so me I ask you guys I this. I can't argue for either. I, I'm Jake Paul. Not not a big Jake Paul guy at all. No. But no. he tweeted at Dana White <laughs> with somewhat of a good point. Like Jake just made more money than the majority of every UFC fighter ever, but like two or three. And it's wild to see if, if stuff like that is going to start changing the landscape a little bit where, again, I, I don't care for Jake Paul, but he's not wrong. He made a ton of money basically marketing. I mean, they sold the fight made like $75 million That's and crazy. it's so it's so much more reliant on the fighters and the brand. Nobody cares. Oh, Triller's having a card. I got to watch it. Like the UFC, UFC is having a card. Then you find out who's who's watching, and the UFC can kind of put you over. It's very interesting to see what's going to potentially happen with with the level of the fight game, both boxing and MMA, as you start seeing these massive paydays. I think it's just an interesting thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't really know how it's going to affect the landscape, but I think if anything, it's growing combat sports. So without I'm a doubt, all, I'm all for yeah. it. You know, for in sure. any way, whether it's. And I, I think there there is a trickle down to wrestling too with that just because like all these people that are involved in, you know, the MMA world and everything like that, like Ben Askren's a wrestler, right? Like so that fight does put some some yeah. sort of spotlight on wrestling a little bit. Maybe not the most positive. Even but... Jake Paul. Jake Paul is a wrestler in Ohio. Mm -hmm. I remember watching him wrestle. He was like he got like fifth or sixth or something, maybe at state. But I remember watching him and his brother wrestle. And then I went to OU and I remember OU like they were on campus, like shooting like vines and stuff. I was like, who are these guys? Like, what the heck? <laughs> Next thing I know, they're like freaking super famous and they're calling people out and fighting Mayweather and fighting like 
It's uh, wild. Nate Jackson, like all these like other guys. It's like crazy. And, and Jake Paul needs to like fight an actual boxer if he wants to prove himself as a boxer. Oh, for sure. I, like, I agree. Like and- I love the comments that are like like Jake bro. David, I can remember if it was you who commented actually. <laughs> yeah, um, I did. Yeah, it was I commented on like, his post. <laughs> he's like quote unquote Olympian or something like that. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. bro, chill. He retired, had hip surgery. <laughs> yeah, like, like come on. Fuck. Like don't be in a different sport. Flex on his Instagram. I was like, he was flexing on his Instagram, like, yo, I just be Olympic. I was like, bro, relax. This dude had hip surgery, just came out of retirement. Like, I could fight my grandpa right now and probably knock him out. Like like, are you comparing what? Ben? I, are you comparing Ben Askren? No, 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 no. I'm not. Is that, not is that what you're doing? I'm not comparing. I'm just saying hip surgery. Like old people have hip surgery. Like I don't know. Yeah, you're right. No, but it. And, 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 <laughs> I don't know. Nothing against Ben Askren. You're not wrong, dude. No, Ben Askren's an amazing athlete. But Chenzo and I both said that in December when this fight was like rumored, like mm. the guy retired and had hip surgery. You're not going <laughs> to yeah. fight in a couple months. Like, <laughs> yeah. If his peak is a 10, this had to be like level two Ben Askren. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. At, at that. So, and how much why, did he care actually, too? Like, I don't think he cared that much. He right? didn't. He didn't. This was an excuse to train, and this was a payday. Nobody ever did an amazing thing because it was an excuse to train. Yeah. Like, this was just an excuse to train, and it was a payday. Jake had a lot more in the line. I just hope now, like, he's making himself such a villain which is a very dangerous spot to be in and i don't know he's got everybody want everybody's feeding right into it oh come fight me i'll knock you out come fight me everybody's (laughs) feeding right into it yeah that's what he wants if he i don't know if he's ever gonna actually take that real fight either you know what i mean like i think he'll keep taking the the ben askin and type fights with more gimmick more gimmicky where he can knock yeah. the person out yeah all i know is if i can get super famous i'm just gonna start fighting other famous people and knocking them out until i make millions of dollars like jake paul like that yeah. that's actually kind of smart to be honest as much as i hate him that's pretty no, smart agreed from a from a marketing standpoint and it was very smart we gave him the credit for picking ben because you know ben yeah he, he's <laughs> he got strike. the credentials that you can argue you know he's going to hype up the fight. He does a great job of promotion and self-promotion. It was a great pick from Jake's people. But now it's like, if you do that again, now that you've beat up somebody who's not a boxer, I don't know how much room there is to do that again. Like, you mm-hmm. you at least have to get closer to a boxer. Right. Tyron Woodley, let's go. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm here for it. I think we're all here for that. Except, except the only thing though is that like Jake Paul is like a bigger guy, you know. Like Woodley's yeah. not a small dude, but like Paul's bigger. I don't know. I'm not sh- exactly sure how big he is, but like I'll still ship he's it. A lot, he's a lot bigger than Ben Askren. <laughs> like, I think. Yes. Yeah. I'm not even gonna guess because I'm gonna be wrong. Um, yeah. Now, <laughs> now allegedly Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather are gonna box on like June 5th or something. I, I don't get it. I'll probably watch that too, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> did I you mean, like? What else? Yeah, like, I'm, I'm just gonna in. not watch. I'm not just gonna. Did you order watch. the Jake Paul Ben Askren fight? Yeah, I watched it. No, oh, I. I didn't order it, but I watched it. I someone else. Fair. Someone else. Someone else ordered it. So. Did you, Dave? Yeah, it was the like the stuff before the fight was crazy. Did you guys hear about that? 
I saw wild. Ben talk about it a little bit. Like he was like embarrassed that his fight wrestlers that he trains were watching it. I don't know. Oh, what it, was it was so bad. It was not like family friendly. It was just like rappers and girls shaking their butt and like slap fights. It was weird. I heard yeah. there was a lot of weed talk too. Yeah. So uh, Pete Davidson was like there and he, they were doing some videos and he was like, yeah, you could see how legit this event is because they asked me to be here. Like, just, <laughs> like just, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, just like ripping on himself and the event. I was like, yeah, I mean, that that makes sense. But yeah, he was, was ripping on everybody that whole time. It was so he was ripping on Jake, and Jake asked him to come. Like he asked him yeah. to be there, and he was literally like, "This guy's an idiot." Like, look at him. <laughs> it was so funny. I find that funny. Uh, David, we've got a new segment we've been doing, Word Association. We name a couple words. You I saw did. you do that with Carter. Yeah. And All right. It, it's our new thing. Chenzo, you want to go first? I'll start. Folk, right. style, folk style wrestling. Uh, grind. Robes. Robes. Oh, legacy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you, do you guys wear robes? We're so like Iowa State back in the day when they were like kicking major butt, they wore the robes, like these red robes. My dad has a picture of him, like that's what he warmed up in. And so we're bringing back the robes, and it's like, wow, like that's it's crazy to me because I because I watched my dad like in the robes, so it's like cool to wear them. Okay, all right. My next word is cardio. Um, <laughs> has to be good. I don't know, <laughs> has to be good, has to be, has to be good, good. <laughs> <laughs> has to be good. <laughs> It my, needs to be. my first thought when I hear cardio is like, whew, like it's like an exhale. Like oh, I think I think oh, yeah. I have to go work out whenever I. Hear, when hear Michael cardio. Scott sees Toby and yells no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> association to cardio. That's, that's All right, kind of next word: Bible. Um, everything. I knew you were gonna say that. It's literally exact word I knew. <laughs> yeah, man. I I um I would have guessed that also, and then. Last word, one of my favorite words, coffee. Um, coffee talk. Like I think about you guys. When I Thank think about you. coffee, I think about you guys. <laughs> We've made I, it. I love that. Like that's I sick. Because yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll be honest. So like I don't really drink coffee, but I that's like fine. Yeah. I I tune in your guys' show pretty frequently. Like, I watch it like all the time. Like when I'm working out and I get bored of listening to music, I'll just plug you guys singing. I'll just work out and listen to the podcast. I'm like, man, this is really interesting. They got Jordan Oliver on here. These are some good stories. Or they got, uh, you know, you guys have some really good people on. And so, like, whenever I'm working out, I'll listen. I'm like, I'm going to listen to some coffee talk. And, and I like, you know, hear about want. what you're going to drink and stuff. Like it. So it's it, it's really entertaining. I love it. I, and I, I, actually, I love that, too. And I, I appreciate that a lot. And one of my favorite things is whenever guys who are, like, actual, like, you know, current, like, high-level wrestlers, like, tell me that they listen to and like the show. I'm like, yes, like, that's that's what we want. That's what I was just going to say. To yeah. know that high-level good wrestlers are listening makes me happy because I don't want to be that, like, frat. I don't want to be that guy on the couch that, you know, like uh -huh. other people complain with or something. And when that's why, like, the last time you messaged me, you're like, dude, I just want you to know, like, I, I love this podcast. Like, I, I oh, love what you guys love are it. doing. And I sent that to a buddy of mine. Uh, Dan Tommaso, assistant pastor at my church. He's like, dude, I'm now a huge David Carr fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I already was a big David Carr fan, but but now you see why. All right, my last word, candy. Oh, gummy bears, love it. That's like <laughs> that's my weakness. I will say it. Mm -hmm. Like, candy is like, I eat candy all the time. It's bad. It's really bad. I eat candy all the time. 
do you uh so you do gummy bears you do sour gummies at all because like i don't eat a lot of candy but sour gummies are like one of my favorites sour gummies for sure so like that's just like whenever i whenever i'm stressed or whenever i'm super happy i just go to gummy bears or sour gummies so for your high highs and your low lows oh for sure you go to the candy yeah how, how long of a fair. period is it when you start to consume the candy like after NCAA, <laughs> i saw everybody was giving you bags of gummy bears i'm assuming you oh yeah you probably got so that. much <laughs> so yeah i mean i have tons of gummy bears right now and tons of just gummies so <laughs> i i honestly i i had to take a break like i honestly i gotta eat chocolate or something like this is gonna make like oh, i want to keep yeah. liking it I need to gummy bears. Yeah, you, I got to okay. break. You don't want to overdo it. You, yeah, because then I won't like it as much. Mm -hmm. I understand. That's funny. I thought you were going to be like, I got to take a break, drink some water. Right, some have some plant protein <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah. It's eat, some spinach. Candy. eat some spinach now. We'll get chocolate. Yeah. Like when I eat pizza Twizzlers. too much, I start eating some salads. I don't say, all right, all right give me that burger. Pizza. Right. We got to get a hoagie or something. You guys make me sound so bad now. Oh my gosh. I do take a break from candy. Like I do like eat, like drink a smoothie or something. I'm honestly kind of anti-healthy stuff, but like I eat healthy during seasons. So like when I'm out of season, I'm like, why not have a slice of pizza and have a milkshake, you know? Yeah, me too. Then I gained like 30 pounds though. So that, <laughs> it's like it's it's I it's a fine line, you know, for some people. But yeah, I, I feel that too though. I I think I ate some I ate some pizza yesterday, actually. So like we're all good. <laughs> was it good New York pizza? Or was it PA yeah, pizza? It was. New York? It was, it, was, it was New York pizza. It was was it like thin <clears throat> style? Yeah, I I had to go get some New York pizza while I was there. I couldn't. Do you know the name pizza. of the restaurant? No. Okay. No they idea. Have the, their pizza is fire. Like yeah, the was, long, like big slices, like the flat kind of way. So yeah, good. yeah, crispy crust, like it's perfect. You know, like you can't get that that floppy doughy stuff. That's just that's Pennsylvania pizza. Yeah, that's <laughs> why I was wondering if it was New York or PA. New York has the best pizza. We've got like I, five I, amazing pizza shops within like two miles of where we live. Quick, quick question for Chenzo. Let's get it. What was like your after weigh in meal? Like, what would you guys, what would you eat? Meatball sub. College. Meatball, meatball sub. I've heard that, but like, is that no. a joke? Yeah, like, yeah, I've yeah. heard you say that on the podcast. Like, I just figured you're joking. There's no way. Yeah, like, no, you like, actually eat a meatball sub. Like, no, straight up. No, like water, electrolytes, like RX bar, like fruit, like an apple. Like, that's it. That's it? Yeah, like I don't eat that much after I weigh in. Water, no. apple. You drink like a smoothie or anything? Yeah, I do. We'll do a smoothie too, but like a little protein powder, like stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. do smoothie now in college, I didn't do smoothies all the time, but I do them now. Do um, now, yeah. Yeah, like I get some fruit in, you know, as much as I really can, and like a little bit of base protein type stuff. But yeah, it's really electrolytes are huge. Yeah, yeah. I like to hear what people eat after uh, after weigh-ins and stuff. Because I was talking to Brooks, and he was like, he told me what he ate, and I was like what are you talking about like i would not even like what i'm what so he, confused what did he say it was like i don't want to say because it's kind of like it's like a secret formula so i'm just going to do his thing what the uh the was it a shake yeah it was like that plus yeah. some other stuff so i was just like oh, i'll just let you guys do your thing it's like crazy yeah we do some different things i mean i don't like i'm not like i'm not gonna like eat a bagel or something like that like i don't eat that normally so like i'm not gonna yeah their way in you know <laughs> Right. Like, where did the meatball sub 
joke start from? I've seen it on I mean, Twitter at least 20 times throughout your comments. Oh, a ton. A it's, ton. Um, it actually started it, – that started way before me. Like, that's not – that's not my joke or anything like that. It just oh, fits so you me just well. carried it on. Yeah, it just fits me well because my name's Vincenzo, so people think I like meatballs. <laughs> so like, who like, was it? Was just on that called you meatballs? Was it Ferrari? <laughs> Did he say he called you meatballs? But like, I think he, I think he in his brain actually thinks that's a compliment. <laughs> like, like I, like I, like I really do. Like, he, I think he thinks that's a compliment. Which, like, <laughs> oh my gosh! I don't know. Like, it's it's not like he's like making fun of me or anything like that. But like, it's not. How fun! How I don't fun love that it having him on the podcast. How that was like, dude. He's electric, man. I love that. I love that. I watched that podcast. I thought that was so funny. Chenzo yeah. and I both texted right after, like one of the biggest takeaways was that there's no on-off switch with him. With guys mm-hmm. with a personality, a lot of times you see an on-off switch. He is, from when he wakes up to when he goes <laughs> to sleep, he is the AJ Ferrari you see mid-match hyping up the crowd. <laughs> he really like, is. That's Dude, him. Big 12s was insane. Like When I was at Big 12s, he was like hyping up the crowd, halfway finishing. He would get taken down, get a takedown, and start like celebrating again. I was like, <laughs> what is... I was like, I've never seen like Big 12s was most so exciting just because, <laughs> just because I was like, I'm watching this guy's every match now. Like I have to see what's gonna happen. We said the people, same thing. People watch him all the time. It's it's unreal. He's like, he's blown like compared to before, and not that he wasn't big before. He's just taken off, man. Just from like, yeah, he's an awesome wrestler. He's really good, but like, I think his antics just really just pump that up even more. Well, did you see Masvidal at his weigh-in? Yes. Oh, He's like, yeah, I borrowed that crazy. pose from my boy AJ Ferrari. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, nuts. That That's mainstream attention. And like one of the things we talked about was the fact that he not only is doing these antics, but he's winning. Yeah. yeah. If you do it and don't win, that's one thing. But he went yeah. out there, Big 12s did that and won. He went out yeah. there, NCAA championships. He's giving these crazy interviews. And not crazy in a bad way, just like full of energy. The sport's not yeah. used to and then he's winning. Like yeah. that's an amazing formula for brand growth, for um, hype around the sport in general. Like that's awesome. We need more characters. We need more personalities. Yeah, yeah. And not, like, a- not in a bad way either. Like I don't know. Do you guys do you guys watch baseball at all? Like I really don't. I did for a while. A little I, bit. I, all right. I, I so recently, so that dude Fernando Tatis, right? He's like. He's really good. He's a young guy, but like he'll get super pumped up. He's real big, like bat flipper, like you know, like dude. He scored on a sack fly and extras yesterday, and as the ball in the air, he starts pointing, like he already knows he's gonna score. And I'm like, man, <laughs> like, like, cause like he's kind of p- pumping up baseball a little bit the yeah. same way I see AJ with wrestling. Like well, it's just it's interesting. It grows the sport. Like I'm mm-hmm. trying, like next year, just have your eye out for me. Dude. I'm about to hit some crazy stuff. I don't even know what I'm gonna do yet. But I'm My eyes just, are already open, bro. I'm gonna be doing some fun <laughs> stuff, like get creative with celebrations, get creative with the moves I'm hitting. I want to like grow the sport and I want to be exciting. Heck, I might start calling people out next year. We're just going to have fun with it. Go did for you it. Focus, to grow the- did you focus Go for it. on just that Just don't call me out. <laughs> did you focus on that much this year at all? Because I've always wondered, like, what's that line between doing it to, to help and doing it and getting distracted? Clearly, AJ's doing it right now and he's not getting distracted, which is the most important thing. Did you try to do any of that or are you just like want to experiment with it now? 
I like grew my brand a little. I wanted to grow my brand a little as far as like get more people to follow me and like stuff. Cause I know like once the likeness image name drops, that's going to be pretty good for like marketing and money wise. But this year I did a little bit of that. Like I was on Instagram a little bit and then um, I thought of some things, but I don't want to think about it too much because I don't want to get distracted by it. So I yep. kind of just focused on wrestling. And so when Nationals came, I locked off all my social media. I zoned in. And then now that like, season off season i'm like all right let's like create some content let's like yep. like we're me and rby are doing a camp and like so many people are excited for that camp i'm gonna have like tons of pictures and videos from that camp and that's gonna be content and that's gonna be like i'm thinking of ways i can grow and like like i want to go like gable and spencer and someone else someone else and for college wrestling is like 100k like i want to be like at 100k by the end of the summer and i want to grow my brand you know that's like that's why I want to do. Well, I mean, you're you're talking to one guy who's who's pretty good at helping with that. So <laughs> one one not one not so much. One that's pretty good. So, so maybe you could ask Justin about that because I think I'm not, Yanni's I'm not your... the other one who just crossed a hundred. Yanni, yep, yep. Yeah. That's a lot. That was the name I was thinking about. So it's just like wrestling is becoming really mainstream and getting really big. And I want to be a part of those guys that people when they think about college wrestling, like, man, David Carr is exciting to watch, or he's like He's doing these crazy celebrations with Metcalf. Like, I want people to, like, um, to remember that. And also, I want people to know, like, my legacy should be about my faith and, like, that I care about my teammates and that I treat others well and that I love the Lord. But it'd be cool to, like, be like, oh, I'm excited to watch this guy wrestle, too. Yeah, and I think everybody can play to what their personality is. Just because you have a brand, you don't have to do what somebody else does. And mm-hmm. you see that a lot right now where you see people simply trying to mimic someone because they have success doing it but the most authentic growth or the most growth usually comes from being authentic that's why you're seeing that with roman right now he's putting out content just around what he's truly doing and who he truly is not Mm -hmm. so much like well i saw this person do this yeah like he's just being authentic and it's definitely it it takes time to come up with content it it takes a lot of work Mm. he's now kind of learning even more so but yeah, just doing you is the most important thing because there's a, right. there's always a void around something. And if you're not being authentic, you don't know if you're part of the void because your right. authenticity is, is missing. So I love it. I'm here for it. I never want anybody to get distracted, but especially nowadays when you can, and as we get closer to monetizing um, names and images in college, I think it's so crucial to do both. Like you said, if you're focusing a little bit less during the season and now off season, you're going to continue the momentum and staying relevant and being in the public eye. I think there's, there's a lot to do. That's why I told Carter, if you don't like consuming it, you can still make it. You don't, you can make more consume less. That's a a good rule of thumb. So do you, do you know Tyrese Halliburton or is he just comment on your posts? Cause that's no. guy I saw a comment. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. So I like, I no. like NBA. So, no, I know him. So it's like he, we had a class together and then we we're also in this, like, um, I think was he, we we're also in like, we had this class together and we had another thing together. And I remember like in class, he came up to me and I'm like, I know who he is. He probably doesn't know who I am. I'm like a freshman. And he was like, yo, 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 uh, you're a wrestler, right? I was like, yeah. He's like, I have no idea what's going on. 
like in this class. <laughs> I literally was like, I was like, listen, dude, we have this group project coming up. You can just be in my team and I'll just do the work. Like I'll just figure it out. Like, <laughs> like just, just, just show up to class and like, I'll, I'll do the group project. And like, you, man. it was, it was pretty, it was like easy group project. And I was just like, I'll just, so now he always like, he'll like mess, like he's in the NBA now and you're like messing around. I'm like, Hey, like, it's a good job at nationals. I'll never forget. You like help me with that group project or something like that. Like, you know, that's like pretty funny. So uh, it's really cool. He's doing big things, and uh, it's really cool seeing him do well. Yeah, heck yeah. I thought that was interesting, too, because, you know, just to go along with, you know, your social media blowing up and things like that, I mean, I just found that interesting. Like him, like a lot of other, like, you know, top fighters and stuff like that. John Jones commented on my profile and shared it on his story. I was like, I was literally like, yo, I've been a John Jones fan forever. So I was like, this is crazy. I talked to uh, Daniel Cormier. He DM'd me after national he's like dude my son literally loves watching you wrestle like can you play Fortnite with him i was like yo you Heck could yeah. ask me to walk off the bridge i'm running off that thing like <laughs> i love daniel Cormier. like and i'll play with i'll play Fortnite with your son like i'll do whatever like this is crazy that you're even talking to me <laughs> that's pretty cool man yeah yeah it's cool to watch the crossover like i mm. i love seeing that that was one of the ways i got kurt angle on the podcast because he follows and pays a lot of attention to seth grows and so when I'm like, so Seth actually connected us. And when Seth told Kurt, like, look, at I love this podcast. Like, Justin's a great guy. You should do it. And Kurt's never done any wrestling media in, mm-hmm. like, this amateur Olympic scene. So for him to do that was awesome. But it's cool to see the crossover and to see what, what some of the guys who have crossed over into that mainstream level of uh-huh. millions and millions of followers. And when they pay attention, it's cool because, like, men. If they're not only paying attention, but they're saying something to me, imagine how many others are paying attention. They just don't even say anything. Yeah. So, and I think the connections are big. I remember I was like, yo, you have to get AJ Ferrari. And you're like, well, I don't know if I have his number or he hasn't mentioned something back. So I text him like, dude, you need to get on this podcast. Like you will genuinely have a good time because you guys are just funny and you guys create a great environment. And I'm sure people will want to hear from you after national they want to hear about your celebrations and stuff dude everybody kept asking us right after like when's aj coming out when's aj <laughs> coming out and i stamped <laughs> him but he didn't follow me at the time so that's yeah. why when you were like dude you gotta have aj on i'm like do you know him text him like yeah we'd love yeah. to have him on and we had to bring on uh we had to bring on the champ to kind of to kind of help with that conversation at the end there i wanted to flex off big time. i know that was oh, I, really, I wanted that i was so I really bad. did. I don't think Anthony was ready for it, though. No, but <laughs> but when I texted him, I strictly said, "Do you want to come on at the end of the AJ episode and do a flex <laughs> off?" He's like, "Say I love when." Kisar. Oh I'm yeah, like, say when. But then he comes on, and it's like, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, he he just wanted to get his he just wanted to get his face on here. He could kind of show off his muscles a little bit. He was wearing a super tight freaking. Uh, but he was flexing. he was like sitting there in his chair like flexing slightly you know yeah, like he the had entire the time way he, up so uh-huh muscles and <laughs> <a cup of laughs> coffee <laughs> he said like it was like a sky view almost he was like yeah like he set it up you know the day before for sure uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the right amount of time to have him on because mm-hmm. he's always like towards the end, he starts getting so comfortable. He wants to start saying stuff that he sh- knows he shouldn't probably say. So yeah. he's like, all right, <laughs> let's wrap it. Like as soon as I brought up the bachelor and the rose in his mouth, that's when he was like, all right, we got to we gotta wrap this, I think. Because the last time he came on, I'm pretty sure he did the same thing. He's the man. 
He's the best. All right. Well, guys, I, I think that's most of what I got. I have something real quick. Yes. So you guys know we're grooming ourselves with nothing but the best. And lately, <laughs> that's lawnmower 3.0s and weed whackers. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels and is now available in USA, Canada, and the UK, Australia, and New Zealand. We have an exclusive offer for our audience. Use code Chenzo, C-E-N-Z-O. Not Senzo. It's not Senzo. It's no. Chenzo. But, you can, but, but Senzo will work. If you spell it C-E-N-Z-O and it you say work. Senzo as you're typing it in, it'll still work. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> just spell it correctly. And that gets you 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Join the movement and the other 2 million men who trust Manscaped. And I actually... Um, I actually used my lawnmower 3.0 and I didn't just do a chest trim, Justin. I actually just got rid of it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a little prickly now it's growing back, but <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. I actually love it. I mean, um, that freaking lawnmower 3.0 is money. They just work so well. I, mean, I don't think I've even charged it yet, to be honest. And so it's I still just, just, because still I have it. that and the weed whacker, I just keep putting one on the charger and one sits next to the charger. So I don't yeah. even, like, ever try to charge it. I just like that it looks nice. It sits up straight. <laughs> right, yeah. So I just plop it in there, and whichever one needs to go on there, I just put one on. I hear you guys uh, talk about that so much on the podcast, because it's like the sponsor, that I've literally thought about getting one for my dad. You should. Or, like, getting one from like, a family member for like a gift, because I should. think it's really cool. There's and two they're reasons. great. And they're great, yeah. There's three reasons why I would. Number one, it's an amazing product. Number two, it's something everybody needs. Everybody oh, needs sure. a trimmer. And number three, if you're going to have a trimmer, why not support the companies that are sporting wrestling? Like, that's what we want to do with this podcast. We want to bring sponsors on that are new to wrestling. And, and mm -hmm. money coming into wrestling is a good thing. Like, yeah. Manscaped is now contributing to this podcast and doing what we do. Like, why not support those companies? So Manscaped is the company to buy a trimmer from, a groomer. They have the nose and ear one. I just do that now. Like right after I brush my teeth, just a quick little make sure. I don't think I've ever had – I don't know if I've ever had ear hair. I haven't I was, either. It's just I was thinking lips. about that. I definitely do the nose one. Like, nose is, is money because, you know, I get nose hair and stuff. But yep. I don't think I've ever had ear hair. Yeah, I haven't either. I just – just like routine. <laughs> yeah, it's because it feels good too, right? It's yeah. Like, like using a q-tip like nice. and it's like it's it's look good feel good wrestle good like if right. you just feel oh, for good, sure even if you, there's nothing in your ear you know there 100 is nothing there's definitely just, nothing there now just dabble <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> it takes 10 just, seconds just, just figure it out yeah, yeah. You it's never much know. You healthier might... for me than the q-tips i gotta stop using those things yeah i know man they, yeah, they're kind of satisfying, but they're I so satisfying. <laughs> I don't even like looking at myself in the mirror when I use them because I can see the satisfaction in my eyes. The thing, like, <laughs> like this is great. Like, I was like, oh, did I use a Q-tip today? Yeah, but I'll probably <laughs> let's go. Let's go back for round two, just in yeah, case. Yeah, no, those those <laughs> are the best. So much, much healthier to just. Bzz, bzz. Also, hey, Q-tip, you know, if you're looking for any sponsorships, yeah, we'll think about. It. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, think about we'll think about it. Well, that's that's Any a tip I've given. Company. That's a tip I've given to a lot of athletes is if you want a brand to sponsor you, start tagging people. Tag the people you use. Like if you're a vegan, you don't want a meat company reaching out to sponsor you. Like you got to start tagging people. No, you don't. And showing people 
what you can do or what you want to do. Like, I don't know. Now that I'm posting more of my pond, maybe I'll get a pond sponsor. <laughs> I wouldn't mind a would, mountain. Like, no, I, I think that would be very cool. Yeah. So I think we need to start from Bashmania tagging people that we right, want to, to sponsor the show. Do you at, guys have Bashmania merch, like sweatshirts and stuff yet? We did one coffee talk shirt. It's available at bashmania.com. Um, we're we're, we're going to do some more stuff coming up here soon. Links in all of our bios as well. Yeah, link trees and all yeah, of our I'm bios. I'm going to get a coffee talk sweatshirt. That'd be kind of tough. It, it's the best. Sweatshirt. We could do, I'm thinking like a, like a sweatshirt that says coffee talk, the ones that just kind of just say content, like no coffee mugs yeah. or nothing, just coffee mm-hmm. talk straight across. Yeah. I like and, that. Uh, you know, maybe we figure a little something else out after that, but I think that's a good start for that. I'm 100% in. Who knows? And there's rumors. There's rumors, but I don't know the source. There's rumors of a potential Bashmania camp clinic, something happening, maybe in upstate New York. Mm-hmm. So if that happens, there's needs to be some merch. So upstate oh, New York sure. listeners, definitely. Um, and because you've been so gracious with us with all these plugs, number one, is there still room available at the RBY DC camp clinic? Yeah. Where can people go if they want to register for that? And where is it? So one is going to be in Ankeny, and I'm pretty sure I don't have the date. On the I don't know where that my... is. I don't know where that is either. Oh, Iowa, Iowa, okay. Iowa. Okay. Iowa. So, <laughs> like that. so there's there's two. Me and RBY are doing two in Iowa, and then one's like I can't remember the dates on top of my head, but I'll start posting. The closer it gets, I'll start actually posting that on my stories and stuff, so people can like register and sign up. Um, you guys. It, It'd be cool if you guys repost something like that on, on your guys' story because you guys are like the wrestling news. Like when I think about wrestling news, I just go to your guys' page and I'm like, all Thank right, you. what's going on? Like, all right, these people That's are great. registered, or like, hey, this guy just had a good tournament. Like the stat you post about Nick Lee, all the guys he had wild, right? Campus, I'm like, That's crazy. Like, you guys are like the wrestling news I think about. Like, you guys wow. post a bunch of new updates, uh, the brackets. Like, I didn't even have like the NCAA bracket, I couldn't find it. I'm just like, oh, I bet Bashmania has it. And you guys did. I literally, I was like, all right, so this is who I have first round. This is my first round guy. This is who I have. You guys literally had it. You guys provided. I was like, this is literally great. Like, I don't have to go on Flow Wrestling because I I don't want to see something I don't want to see. I know you guys will post straight facts and, like, stuff that I need to see, like, when the schedule. Like, you guys post the schedule. I remember I was like, Metcalf, what's the schedule? I was like, oh, let me check Bashmania. And it was the wrestling schedule for Olympics. I'm like, this is when our round is. Yeah. It was great. It was great. So thank you guys for doing that. Yeah, man, it's like we need to clip that. I by a, the way, that's like a new I know we do. for the show. <laughs> I have a, like other than looking at our stuff, like I have a hard time finding things too. And like whenever I go on Flow to like look for things, I like I feel like I have to like read through like oh some four stuff. articles first, and then yeah, I have to sign, have to sign well, in twice. And I think and, it's yeah, yeah, the sign in. There's so much stuff, and it yeah. it's such a major gap right now in the sport is that people just want to know something. It doesn't everybody's kind of covering the stuff that they can monetize, whether it's a tournament they're covering or whatever it may be. And I think there's a gap in some of these little details like schedule. That's why we post that stuff. It's like, there's so many people that, and I know as a wrestling fan, I know the stuff that I want to see, like 
Just give me the bracket. Stop making me click a link. Stop making me yep. jump through 17 hoops. I want to pinch and zoom, and I want to see who's wrestling. I want to be able to look back to it easy. So that's why we're doing that. We're not going to slow down anytime soon. And those a lot of those facts, like the one about you not giving up a takedown in the tournament, Nick Lee, like a lot of them is now we're creating a really cool community that mm -hmm. people are remembering what we talk about. And they're joining the conversation, which is what we want. And so they're like commenting and they're there. And so when somebody comments with something cool like that, bang, we'll put out a graphic like that's cool. Let's put a spotlight on that. You know, we're, yeah. it's getting to the point to where there's also people that I don't want to say they're irrelevant, but we're getting starting to get a lot of people who like just want to be on the show. Like, right. hey, I've got a story to tell. Hey, I what about me? You know, and it's like, mm -hmm. look, at we take everything into consideration, you know, but if we said yes to everybody, I think the credibility right. of the show starts getting watered down and that's not what we're looking to do. But I do love when people are commenting facts or when they want to be on the show because we say yes sometimes, whether it's because, because it's awesome. Or, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how I got on the show. I mean, I like I commented Carter. I was like, yo, that's my boy. Like Carter was on the show. And then you're like, yo, you guys get on. I'm like, you know, anytime for coffee talk, I got time. Like, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. So you, you uh, commented that and I just texted Justin right away. I was like, why don't we not have David Carr on just, next week because yeah would, i'm like 100 that would be electric yeah <laughs> so it, it's pretty simple with us we just kind of uh text back <laughs> i love that like hey this I, person yeah let's do it and i did a call last week did some consulting about media and podcasting stuff and the guy was asking me like so how far in advance do you plan your episodes i'm like a day two <laughs> like sometimes <laughs> sometimes right like now yeah like we're just we, we're rolling with it and as it's a vibe this podcast for me it's mm -hmm. a vibe and when there's something going on like i love that we didn't have someone like there's people that we know like we have a an ongoing list of people we'd like to have on but when something pops up i want to be able to move around like as soon as you commented on that and chendo's like yeah. dude let's have him on 100 let's do it next episode you know it so I, I love being able to do that. And I love this, this community around this podcast. It's hopefully it's only going to continue to grow. I suspect. good. Yeah. Things. And we've been getting a good amount of support too. And like I said, I'm super appreciative of that. And, you know, just want to keep the ball rolling. Really? It's fun. Yeah, I think it's, it's so many people listen to you guys. Like so many people that are wrestling currently wrestling, like tune in. And it's like, it's really cool. I also, think if you guys are tuning in, like, you know, repost to reshare, Subscribe, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, <laughs> PMT, PMT that style. Is, that is cool. Like, I've never, I don't ever get starstruck, right? Like, I'm not somebody who, like, I've met Jay-Z. I've met so many people, and I just don't get in, like, awe. But I do think, from a humility standpoint, it's super cool that, like, even wrestlers I don't really follow, or maybe the younger guys, like, I see them following, I see them sharing stuff. I'm like, man, that's pretty cool. Like, I'll go to somebody's page because I'll hear about them and they're already following us or they're already following yeah. me. And I'm yeah. like, that's pretty cool. Or I'll see like our graphics get shared around and I'll have to do a double take because I'll be going through like my stories and all of a sudden I'll see a Bash Mania graphic. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, was that the Bash Mania Instagram? Yeah. No, it's so Let's so sharing. And I'm like, <laughs> so cute. Yeah. And the show's on YouTube. It's on Rockfin and video form. I like both podcasts. I like listening to audio when I'm driving or doing something. But if I'm chilling in the office, I love putting it on the TV on YouTube. I don't consume much content. I'd say Dave Portnoy's podcast. And I like when Willie does his first word show. 
Um, mm-hmm. I like Corby. I like Willie. Those guys are fun to, to watch. Aside from that, I don't. I, I agree. Much. I'm not someone who. Uh, I'm just either working or creating it, or working out. I've I've been slacking <laughs> big time working out. Big hey, time. Sorry, right. we'll get there. We'll get there. I I Once, think I need to know, start helping you guys in the brand and marketing side. I need you guys to train me and just like whip me into shape. <laughs> We can, I want, we can do I that. Need you, I want Chenzo to put you through a workout, and then you got to get like a video segment of it and then throw it up. We, I think we that'd be do great. That. We've talked about some video content. Mm-hmm. I think the more this show continues to grow and as resources come in, sponsorships, uh-huh. um, apparel, all that, like we want to do some fun stuff. We want to do some trips. Oh, I think that'd be makers. great. And we need to get media credentials for pretty much every big tournament next year. Which shouldn't be an issue because I got them the last two years to pretty much so, everything. So that that would be like a blast. It, like it'll event- be on me. It'll be on me. Let's see if I can acquire. No, we'll, we'll get it. You got it. You'll, you'll yeah. get it. Yeah. I think I should yeah. Be good though. yeah. And like, David, Oop. imagine you go repeat. You win another NCAA championship. And right after uh-huh. you win, Chenzo's backstage with a microphone. And I'm sitting there with a camera. <laughs> like, who's not watching <laughs> that? <laughs> Dude, I would literally, I would love that. Like, if you guys are there like i hated that you for national i think i listened to one of your podcasts and you're saying how you had to watch it you were there but like you couldn't be there and you had to like so you they, had a media pass or something yeah for this year i chose not to go because if you had a media credential you had to sit in a press box with a mask on the entire yeah. time and i'm like i'd rather sit home create content and yeah we end up i end up going to a wedding in miami so we just we just went there for the week we're chilling in the hotel room but we were able to have a fun episode the next day, have Roman on um, and Nick on, and that was fun. But there's nothing like being at these tournaments, so hopefully things are starting to get back to normal, and then we can start being at the events. I think there's some killer content. Like We haven't even scratched the surface it. with what I think is possible. Wow. So, I think Exciting who is, stuff, huh? Who's your dream? Who's your dream? Like, All right, you guys had someone from Jordan Burroughs all the way to, like, uh, just so many people from college, like college athletes, current athletes, uh, senior level athletes. Who's someone that you guys have wanted to talk to that's maybe on your list that you guys haven't talked to yet that you Tom want to Brady. reach out Tom to? Tom Brady. You should get some UFC fighters. Tom Brady. TV I'm 12. down to Tom have. Brady. I'm I'm 100 down to have. If if somebody's big enough like Tom Brady, I'd break outside of the wrestling. Uh-huh. I, mean, I think I but think we could. Uh, yeah, we could definitely make an exception bit. for Tom mm-hmm. Brady. Um, make an exception for sure but some of the i love the wrestlers that have succeeded in other areas whether it's like kurt angle winning olympic gold whether it's sean mcdermott that was probably my favorite episode Mm -hmm. having Uh the head coach of the bills on that was super cool but like the john jones of the world the daniel cormier's these guys who have these massive wrestling audiences um and they have the wrestling backgrounds i think those would would be fun i wanted cal to be on that was like my only guy that like if i did a wrestling podcast i had to have cal on and i i wish the episode was still up like once i had him on i'm like okay like yeah everything yeah. else is gonna be kosher like cal came on because nobody could yeah. even like even like Sahudo or someone like that i think would be oh you know great he's, he'd be too. awesome yeah he'd be great i think you guys should like for like super like hype is getting some of those guys that'd be so cool because for me i'm like i would love for you guys to ask some wrestling questions because like yeah. you don't hear them talk about that much and yeah. it'd be really cool like wow what was your weight cut stories or like what was your wrestling like before you got into ufc or something like, so, like that's what i would want to know 
All right. So you let us know whoever you would want to have on, like interview wise, and then we'll just bring you on. You can ask them the questions that you want. Yes, come on. That'll, that'll be sick for it'll be sick Dude, for all of us. Yeah. That would be insane. I'll literally have all questions prepared. I'll even drink coffee for it and I'll have my coffee <laughs> cup. <laughs> like I'll have my cup, my my coffee talk cup and everything, and I'll be ready. So um uh John Jones, when you tell us how you start you'll be you'll be like this like, though, because you don't drink coffee. <laughs> You'll be, be shaking. Well, hey, yeah, there's, shaking. there's no condemnation for decaf. Hey, so, I'm so good decaf. I'm, I'm cool with decaf. So yeah, okay, I'm you cool can go decaf. decaf. We'll get rid of the shakes. Did I ever tell you about the time that Jason Nolf drank coffee for the first time ever? No, but love love to hear that. All right, so I'm on my official visit at Penn State, and he's my host. Um, but like, I wait. Jason. So he did not drink coffee at all till. Yeah, You're and, the yeah he, he doesn't. He doesn't drink coffee now. Okay, really. Um, so we're out to dinner. We're at the we're at the tavern, and um, like he's never had coffee before. And like we're getting coffee like after dinner. Um, like there's smaller cups, right? And he, like I'm getting one. Like I drank like one or two, and he's like, yeah, he's like first time drinking coffee, and he drank like five or six cups because he was like, this is really good. <laughs> and then I was like, dude, you got to stop, like, because you know. <laughs> just finished dinner it's probably getting like 8 p.m ish something like that he said he slept for like maybe an hour and that his heart was just like pounding through his chest like the entire night and he was just like sweating <laughs> profusely and he was just like oh my god like staring at the ceiling was this during season then too no it was, it was pre-season it was like okay. fall so yeah Man, first time first time just know- drink coffee drink like six cups of it at nighttime. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> yeah, that's. Just I already like, have like ADHD and I'm super hyper, so like I would not like if I drink and cough them. It would probably help me focus a little bit, but if I drink so too much, I'd be like all over the place. But that's, it, that's it's I funny. Answer, yeah. I have ADHD and coffee. It does help me focus a bit, but it also makes me tired a bit. It's something mm. with when you're hyperactive and you drink coffee, it like mm-hmm. mellows you out. It's very weird. Why do you think I just slam coffee all the time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I it, might have to start. I'll try. I'll start drinking coffee a little bit. So then whenever I have that Tinzo talk or a coffee talk, I'll be ready to go. I'll be normal. I won't be like it won't be shaking. I'll be used to it. Right. It'll mellow me out. Mm-hmm. There you go. I'm in. I'm here for it. All right, guys. Any final words? Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, no, I don't have any final words other than um, like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Yeah, like and subscribe and uh, subscribe and unsubscribe and resubscribe and then re- and get and manscape and get a manscape and, and get be- manscape. Yep, get a manscape and, and be yourself, man. Be yourself. Be and yourself. David, to close out episode one fourteen, do you and Aaron currently have a Bible study plan for this week? Yes. When it, time? When usually the same thing. I'm trying to think. Let's see. This week, we're going to probably go for Friday, and we're probably going to go around 12. I'm going to text him. He'll probably be FaceTime like every week. So I'll probably FaceTime and just be like, hey, what day works for you? But I'm guessing Friday, and I'll post something on my story about it too. So have go, you been tuning into those? I tuned in a couple times. You guys have not had good timing for me. Like, uh-huh. I'll see it's going live, and I happen to be like the construction oh, okay. going on. But I've hopped in a few times, and I love it. Bank construction and COVID. COVID Thank God the dozer's out back right now. So otherwise, it'd be right next to the window and probably get a nice. Oh, plan on Friday. Plan on Friday. Friday. I haven't tuned in yet, but uh, but I'll be tuning into the next one if I'm available. Awesome.
Like right, if, guys. You, if you want to just text us a time to see when we're available, yeah, include us in. Include us in the planning. I won't be worried about anything if, as long as it works for you guys. We'll make it work. Done deal. We'll, I'll text. We'll figure it out so yeah, you can tune in. I'm All sure right, AB cool. would not care. Awesome. <laughs> Perfect. Done All deal. Right, That's Car Champ. All right. That's one fourteen. See you. Car talk later. And the beat goes on. And that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. If you did enjoy this episode of the podcast, be sure to leave a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on more episodes. For more wrestling content, be sure to follow Bash Mania on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And follow me. I'm at jbash on Instagram and at justinjbash on Twitter. And the beat goes on.